You are listening to the Teleperformance Podcast on Spotify. Hi, everyone. I'm Sarah Miller, Chief of Staff for our Global Client Solutions team here at Teleperformance and a proud member of TP Women. I'm really excited to have three amazing guests with me here today. Hi, Michael, Jacob, and Mary. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi, guys. Thank you for joining us in celebration of pride here at Teleperformance. Let's go ahead and get started. If you guys could just briefly introduce yourself and share a little bit about your journey, that would be great. And Mary, we'll kick it off with you. Okay, great. Thank you. My name is Mary Poyer, and I'm Vice President of Client Solutions here at Teleperformance. I am absolutely honored to be uh, a member of the Teleperformance family. Um, for a myriad of reasons, Teleperformance is, is amazing, but one of the greatest uh, reasons why I love working at Teleperformance is their diversity, and we're going to speak a little bit about that in just a minute. Really quick, um, I came out when I was 38 years old, so 22 years ago I came out. My son was 13, and I came out to his father, whom I'd been married to, for almost 20 years, and uh, he was a very supportive and is still a very supportive uh, person in my life, both my son's father as well as my son in my journey. And um, it's been an interesting journey that we're going to talk about, and I can't wait to share from a career perspective as well as a personal perspective, how how things came about in my, my job and how coming out impacted my job as well as my family, uh, my immediate family, my parents and their pers- their perspective. So I appreciate you inviting me to to talk today and uh, I look forward to the next part of this journey. Great. We're so glad you're here, Mary. Thank you for coming and sharing your story. Jacob, you're up next. Hi, thanks so much. Uh, my name is Jacob Bessick. I'm a senior training manager on RBFSI Vertical here at Teleperformance. And like Mary, I'm excited to be here and to share my story. So thank you for the opportunity. Um, I have been with Teleperformance now for about five years, been in the call center industry about 13. And I came out when I was very young, actually, when I was 16. And that was difficult for me because I lived in a small town with a lot of closed minds in the South. No judgment for people in the South, but I think we all know that there are some uh, predispositions and conceptions there. Um, So for me, it was difficult, but it was also rewarding because I was finally who I wanted to be. And then in my mid-20s, I realized there was more to it for me than just being gay. Um, I now identify as non-binary, and I'm much happier with who I am today now that I can say that openly and proudly. uh, And being a part of the teleperformance team has really made me feel comfortable with myself, um, really made me feel like, you know, I am valued for my uh, contributions to my work and not for anything else. I'm not put down for my sexuality. I'm not, you know, um, I never feel less than any other employee. So I really appreciate teleperformance for that. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jacob. And last but not least, Michael. Thanks, Sarah. My name is Michael Archangel. I'm a senior relationship manager on the BFSI vertical. Um, I've been openly out for 20 years, and I grew up much like Jacob in this really small town in the backwoods of um, Appalachia. And uh, it's been a journey. I mean, I grew up, you know, splitting wood, carrying coal, um, carrying water from the well. And then I went into the United States Marine Corps, and that really uh, helped me solidify who I am. 
that's actually where I came out um, by petitioning the Department of Defense, and that's a whole other journey. And uh, here we are, and I've never looked back on it. That's incredible, Michael. Just to um, expand on that a little bit, what do you think was the hardest part of coming out for you? Well, initially was just <clears throat> was just accepting it. <clears throat> was just looking in the mirror and realizing that. I wasn't broken. I didn't need fixed. There was no missing pieces to me that I was exactly who I was intended to be. And the only person that was really holding me back was me. Um, that was the initial hardest part. The, the ongoing hard part is that you're never really done. Like, I, you know, we're not all Ellen. We can't be on Time Magazine and everyone just knows. So I think there was a little bit of a fantasy in my head that I only had to come out like once and then everyone would just get like a text message and they would just know. And that's not the way it works. You have to keep coming out. You have to come out at work. You have to come out in the grocery line. You have to come out, you know, and you especially have to come out when you think no one's looking because to me, it's so important to, to be seen in my normalcy. And if I can help somebody else who's been struggling just by being my true self out there, then that makes all the difference to me. So there's so many layers to coming out. And sometimes it's a repeat a layer, like coming out at work. But sometimes there's a new layer, like, you know, when when you're involved in a project at work and <laughs> you, you start regressing in your memories on how painful the journey was and you're crying on camera in front of YouTube. Um, there's all kinds of things that happen. But uh, to me, it's just, <clears throat> it's definitely the journey and understanding that coming out is is a, a pattern and you just have to keep practicing at it. Um, but yeah, it's pretty amazing. It is. It's an, it's such an incredible journey. We're so glad that you're here sharing it with us today. Mary, what advice would you give yourself before you were out? Um, I'm not crazy. Uh, the feelings that you're feeling are not bad feelings. Um, this was, it was really hard for me because I was in a, a heterosexual marriage, right? And so, you know, there was a, I was raised Church of God, Pentecostal, very strict growing up. I knew that for me to come out, it would totally disrupt my family's world and it would cost me potentially relationships. And it did for a little while. It cost family relationships. I didn't lose friends, but I certainly lost family as a result of it just simply by, by virtue of my background. But I had to make a choice at, at, at that point in my life to say, am I, am I going to allow myself to be authentic and live an authentic life or Am I going to die? And that's really where it came down to. I had to choose between my happiness because I couldn't be happy anymore living the life that I was living. And the I had two choices. One was be authentic and come out or one was just end your life. And so um, I, I made that decision at, at that time to live authentically. And I will tell you, my son tells me today that I'm a much better mom. I've been a much better mom. I've been a much better person as a result of living the authentic life than living the depressing lie that I was living before. Gosh, that's such a powerful message to just be your authentic self. 
I love that so much. Thank you, Mary. So, Jacob, let's pivot just a little bit. Uh, Michael mentioned, you know, Ellen and her very public journey to coming out. What does it mean to you when you see members of the LGBTQIA plus community in the media? I think that's uh, super important because I can remember growing up and watching TV and, you know, seeing the community around me. And I didn't feel like there was anybody like me. Right. You know, granted, I'm uh, I think a little younger than a few people on here. No shade. <laughs> um, but. You know, I grew up in the 90s and the early 2000s, and yes, there were gay people on TV, but they were always like a caricature of uh, gay life, and they were always over the top and cliche, and sure, we all have cliche parts about us, but uh, I never really felt like I saw someone who was like me, and I think that's damaging to youth, especially when they don't feel like there's anyone out there that fits into the same mold that they do or has the same ideas. And I think representation is huge. So I, I'm really happy to see the changes that we see now um, in the media and the more representation that's happening, because especially with our youth, our LGBTQ youth, um, they have an opportunity to say, okay, I'm not alone. Thank you so much. And Mary, I think you touched on this a little bit in your introduction, but um, Talk to us a little bit about the importance of being out and open and authentically yourself at work here at Teleperformance. <laughs> Happy to. Um, it's, it's really interesting because Michael made the comment a, a few minutes ago about you have to constantly be coming out, right? And it's so true, especially when you look at the career path that we take, especially once we come out. Um, when I first came out, I was working for um, a male-dominated uh, company uh, on the client side of the house. And it, I never really felt comfortable speaking about my wife with the guys that I worked with, because as far as they knew, I had a son and I had been married. So there was a huge assumption about the fact that I must be a, a air quote straight girl, right? So I must be a heterosexual and heterosexual life. So it was is really hard for me to eventually get around to saying, well, it's not really my husband, right? So when you go to work at a new company such as Teleperformance, you know, people obviously make assumptions based on what they see and what they hear you speak to. So I often speak of my son, I often speak of my better half, especially when I start a new job, because I don't want people to, who don't know me, and I certainly don't know them, to make an assumption based on the fact that I may or may not be gay. So until I got to know just how amazing teleperformance is in their diversity, I was very hesitant about speaking uh, specifically about my wife um, or my ex-husband, my father, son, what have you. So I uh, remember an event where someone asked me, so what does your husband do at teleperformance? And I was, I thought initially like, oh my gosh, do I say he does this when it's not a he or do I say something else? Like how do I not you know, create a negative situation. And I certainly don't want to lie. So I remember saying my better half does this because I wanted that person to get to know me, like Jacob said, for what I can bring to the table and, and what I am and not based on my sexual, my sexuality or sexual preference. 
Great. Thank you so much for sharing that. Jacob, I'm going to move back to you. Uh, you touched on the non-binary part of your journey. Talk to me a little bit about what is the difference between sexual orientation and gender identity? Um, so that's a huge question. And I think that's where a lot of people who, you know, oppose us, uh, for lack of a better phrase, get confused. And to me, there's really three parts of this spectrum that we're talking about. There's biological sex, you know, what you're born with, what you're, what you anatomically are. There's gender or gender identity, which is what you feel, you know, inside, how you feel you and you present yourself to the world. And then there's your sexuality. So I always think about a triangle, which is kind of, you know, ironic when we think about, you know, the triangle being a gay symbol and the triangle being part of the Holocaust and the gay people who had to wear that pink triangle. Um, but yeah, there were three, there's three parts of the spectrum here and they can all intertwine in different ways. So if people could realize that, that it's three different things and they're not all one blanket statement of just gay, I think people would be a lot more educated and a lot more understanding. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. And Michael, we'll go ahead and close out with our final question with you today. What are some assumptions that people make about you that you wish that they didn't? Oh, um, you know, I think that's, you kind of speak on behalf of, of everyone with this one. Um, people assuming that you can be happy without, without truly being authentic and genuine and bringing your whole self to the table that, you know, my parents' journey was, part of it was that uh, we, it's just no one's business, Mike, you know, we love you and we don't need to talk about this with other people. And it's not that I, you know, constantly carry a microphone in the spotlight around with me. I mean, I can, but I don't, <laughs> but there's, um, you have to be your true self you and live in that light. And it's hard when you live in a, a world right now where there's laws and there's policies and there's religions that um, would kind of categorize you as a second class citizen. You almost have to be a visionary in your own time right now to say that has its place or had its place right or wrong. But <clears throat> we have to live in a future tense that it really shouldn't matter. And one day this is going to be as fluid and as natural um, as anyone who's heterosexual out there. There will be no coming out. It'll just be who you love. Um, and that's it. And that's that's probably the biggest assumption I wish people would stop making, not just about me, but about everyone is just let us be as happy as all of you are and help us repeal and take away any laws or policies or organizations that, that are counterintuitive to that. Gosh, what an amazing message. Thank you all three of you for, for sharing with us a little bit of your journey today. Um, I, I'll speak for myself and say I could sit here and talk with you guys for a lot longer, but we're about out of time. So I just wanted to thank you so much. I know I'm personally so inspired by your stories um, and so grateful that you're willing to come and share those with us today. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sarah. Awesome. Well, I think that's all we have for you guys today. Appreciate our special guests for joining us and happy pride, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. What about you? How did you like it? Go ahead and share this podcast. See you later. Teleperformance on Spotify. Feel the connection.